This is Sid Haig for Nightmare Junkhead. Listen, or I'll come over there and put my boot all up in your ass. In and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a horror podcast that loves spreading a little Yuletide fear. My name is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode, we're breaking out our brushes and curling our way through a fan commentary track for the 2005 Christmas classic, Santa's Santa Slay. Yes! <laughs> but before we get into that game, let me remind you we're part of the phenomenally frightening Phantom Podcast Network. Phantom. And you can find all of our past episodes along with a host of other horrific horror podcasts at downrightcreepy.com. Or if you're like me and you like to listen to us on the go, simply search for Nightmare Junkhead in your iTunes or SoundCloud app. Hit subscribe. And when we drop our latest episode, it'll download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your ho ho ho! You know, as many December themed episodes we've done, <laughs> I am shocked that's the first time we've ever heard that. That was phenomenal. <laughs> well, we are here in the, the frigid month of December. Ooh, it's cold and the Toros are in the atmosphere. There have to be some Toros in the atmosphere. Uh, this episode will be dropping, uh, will be released on December 20. What is that going to be? It's actually going to be the 22nd. Christmas timing. <laughs> right around the corner, actually. Yeah. So we're not releasing right on Christmas Day, but we we wish all of our uh, listeners out there a merry, 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 merry holiday. Whatever you, you see, celebrate, whatever, whatever, whatever Yuletide cheer you want, then you just go for it. We don't discriminate Mm-mm. here on the podcast. Mm-mm. We love all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is again like our, you know, a few episodes ago we talked about the uh, the movies that are most that they're most potent and prime in yeah. the month of December. Absolutely, Christmas movies especially. And we we're just talking off mic. This is like your thing. I fucking love Christmas horror movies. I don't know what it is about like my thing with something taking that's like wholesome and nice and then just making it evil. You know what I'm saying? There's just no surprise (laughs) to anyone that knows you. There's just something great. I mean, Halloween movies are fantastic, you know, because it's Halloween. You expect that. But when you throw in horror with like Coca-Cola Santa Claus and like family happy Disney and shit like that. That's when you get the Running goodness stuff. Yeah, there. like real Grimm's fairy tales and dark shit, you know? <laughs> so if you go back to last year around this time, we released our Silent Night, Deadly Night commentary. Punish? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and so in kind of keeping with that, with the Christmas tradition, we were like, well, you know, there are a number of movies that we could go ahead and talk over. But mm-hmm. um, it's kind of funny because ultimately the first year we ever did our um, holiday uh, holiday movie marathon, uh-huh. Christmas with the Nerds, which we just finished our third one here. Which, thank you for everybody who came out. It Indeed. was fantastic. But the first time we ever did that, we always have kind of a, siller, a killer Santa movie. Mm-hmm. We always try to incorporate that. So, of course, we launched with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Right. We did a commentary track for that. Uh-huh. So our second year, what was the uh, the little killer Santa that we did with that uh, one? A little bit of Santa's sleigh. Indeed. So here we are again. So I'm I'm just I'm not gonna guarantee this. Right. But our killer Santa flick that we screened this year was it was Rare Exports. So who knows? Maybe next December. Maybe maybe. Because also it's a nice one that's brisk. It's uh-huh. brief. And it's it's fun and dark. It really is played and all three of those films played wonderfully. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. Silent Night, Deadly Night kind of creeps some people out which 
Well, punish. I can mean, be expected, you know. indeed. But those last two are very, they were just fun. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that we're going from something so dour, just dark and dirty as to, Silent Night, Deadly Night. To something just as dark and dirty, but like that that lovingly wears it on its sleeve it's fun yeah it's you yeah know, the tongue is firmly planted in cheek with this one it knows what it's doing it's a lot of fun and so we're gonna we're utilizing the santa sleigh dvd yeah and normally normally we show dvds and movies that are a little bit easier to find this one this one you might have to do a little bit of hunting you ended up finding this one at a convention didn't you yeah i had to find this one at a convention and you can get it on uh ebay or uh, like Amazon and stuff, but nor- normally they're out of stock. So it's if you can get your whole, if you can get your hands on it, it's uh, it's well worth. So it. do it legally, guys. Yeah. Okay, we asked mm-hmm. that, or maybe God, I don't think that would have had a VHS edition. No, I think it came out because this came out in five. Five. So maybe I no no it wouldn't. This was the hit tail end of the blockbuster. There days. you go. So, That's how I found this. Well, I tell you, it needs at this point then a nice Blu-ray edition. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. Scream Factory put mm-hmm. it out there. Uh, so we are utilizing that DVD, and we'll do a traditional the Lethal Weapon countdown. Mm-hmm. Where we're going to go three, three two, two, one, and then, then play. play. Right. Okay. Now, the way we've got it set up here is we've got launched, basically, we've started the film and paused it immediately. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're on your menu screen, go ahead and hit enter and then and pause, pause immediately. Yeah, exactly. So, we're all going to be lined up on the black here. And that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Always line up on black. Indeed. Bet on it, y'all. Uh, so, we're going to go ahead and we're going to do our countdown. We'll get started. You ready for this, genius? Let's do this. Okay. Let's go three, three two, two, one, play. play. Well, whether yes. you have been naughty or nice, you guys, you're going to be giving the, getting the gift that keeps on giving the whole year round in this fan commentary track. And by fan commentary track, Genius, what are we talking about? We're going to stuff your stockings, but we have no way any affiliation with the makers of the movie, uh, the actors, the producers, or anybody else who's seen this movie. Which is quite a few. Well, I, actually, we'll get into that just in terms of the um, the critical reception of this particular film. This is one you turned me on to initially, and even before we get into kind of like how we were first introduced to this film or this or that, the first thing that grabbed me <laughs> was the fact that that's number one is the Noxima girl. Right, it's Rebecca Gayhart. And then <laughs> Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher, I will defend to this day. She um, had always stole my heart. There's a little film called Holly- The Hollywood Nights yeah. with New Bomb Turk. It was kind of a. Um, Animal House esque boner jam, but she's got she's got a great part in it. And when you hear her ask the words "Newbomb, did you come?" in her nasally way, it's phenomenal. It's Robert Wool playing Newbomb. It's great. <laughs> but here's the, this is the coup de gras. James Con and then dude. He and he he belongs and he's been in some great genre films. Yeah, I mean if you go back in that pencil thin Hollywood <laughs> mustache he's rocking <laughs> like, there, and fucking Chris Kattan. And the fact that they are just so vicious and bitter and evil to each other here, yeah, which really just, sets the tone nicely, mm-hmm. just in terms of the dialogue and everything back and forth. But man, oh, James Caan, man, from like Rollerball, uh, Alien Nation, uh-huh. friggin' The Way of the Gun. There's now this is <laughs> this is just tells you exactly what kind of film you're in for, right? You're a little uh, under the table Christmas dinner <laughs> and the f bomb right there, which you don't get to again, and not the word fuck y'all. So, and this is set in 2005, right? So back in the uh, the the films we usually watch in the 80s, you see a lot of that or hear a lot of that. Here, uh, you know, uh, it's a little bit more rough there. 
Um, but this is a thank you for not making us poor or Samoan. So you immediately <laughs> hate these people, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> they're not being very subtle here in terms of what they're doing. But no, this is ultimately when you introduced me to this film. It's this this cast right here that I was like, holy shit! I can't this believe. Is, and and they basically wound down to the scream the scream technique. Yeah, this is true as well. <laughs> and then we get just a great introduction here of one William Goldberg, <laughs> aka Santa. And her character's name is Virginia, of as course. it turns out. There, we can make a drinking game on how many bad like Christmas puns there are, and to kick the dog through the... That's where... <laughs> no, there's two things. That's initially where the film got me, and then when he does a little roll <laughs> like that, it's incredible. They're utilizing... Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's got some really good kills for being so cheesy, and just a little bit of rum, and just lighting her on fire. This this <laughs> opening scene, if you're not with the film at this point, you're, you're going to be checked out. And I understand. Right. But to me, this is... Okay. <laughs> he got sweet chin music basically <laughs> snuck in here. Exactly. And to have it all done to the Nutcracker Ballet behind it. There is... Oh, good Lord. Being being drowned in eggnog. And I threw this out the other night at the uh, the holiday horror marathon. The, 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 the holiday marathon. <laughs> but there was a comedian that ruined... Um, eggnog for me <laughs> but he's like two words elf come oh. and it just ruined it it was horrible man <laughs> okay jingles and using the top of a star as a ninja star very creative <laughs> again i had so much fun with this just because the kills are gory they're a little over the top obviously here as he's getting a, a mouthful oh, of turkey sandwich <laughs> He's gonna make a uh, make it disappear. You want to see? Uh, you're right. Stunned, and the chimneys were stung by the. I can't talk today. The chimneys were stung by the chimneys with care. I, you know what I'm saying. And hope that Saint Nick. Yeah, it would soon be there. So that gives gives you really the, the ultimate taste of what this film is going to consist of. The mm-hmm. tone. The nastiness, the level of gore, the and kills, just the fun, and then you open up to these like crazy wood cutting. Um, scenes of terrifying Santa Claus. Well, ultimately, if you kind of think about the killer Santa Claus films that are out there, there's really kind of two kinds. There's the kind like with Silent Night, Deadly Night, where it's not Santa Claus, it's mm-hmm. someone as Santa Claus. And then there's films like these, this where along, it's Santa Claus, this and like a Christmas Horror Story, uh-huh. where Santa, it's the legit Santa. And here, ultimately, it kind of plays it on its head because it's indeed Santa, but he is truly the, the, the son of Satan. Yeah. Satan Claus. It's, it's fantastic how it all sets up. And also, I think this gives it a lot of charm just in terms of the the etchings. It looks like something you would have read back old in the timey. day. Yeah. Like, twas the night before Christmas and old in the house. We should be gathered around a nice open fireplace. Exactly. Or like, like put another coal in the fire so Mr. Cratchit and Tiny Tim can be warm, you know? And then they had the Victorian Santa Claus. So, okay, a lot of people are afraid of Santa Claus. Santa brings probably more trauma than like spiders, werewolves, or public speaking. People are terrified of Santa Claus. I've never had really any issues with me Santa. Me neither. For me, he was always just that dude that brought you presents. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I had any aversion in terms of like, you know, because there's always people posting their pictures of their babies crying, <laughs> the losing their shit. freaking out, yeah. Which is endlessly funny. It's kind of looking like this one here. Uh, mm-hmm. 
but uh, no, I don't think I ever had any pictures of me like losing my shit. Really? I've always, I just think I was always pretty calm, cool, and collected. Hmm. Why do you think people freak out about Santa Claus? I mean, yes, he is a home invader when it comes down to it. <laughs> I mean, when it comes down to it, he's... and it's very unconventional. You know, right? he's going down the chimney. Right. Like, just unnatural. <laughs> it's like a, an old one coming into this world <laughs> instead of through the toilet, it's like, like a ghoulie. Yeah. Was there ever a ghoulie Santa? Yeah. (laughs) But no, he's, I would also say it's the outfit. There's something red sinister. And I don't want to say maybe it was like pre gangster. The town of hell. It is the hell township, which Mm -hmm. ironic and perfect that he comes back here. Now also, this is another point where I kind of fell in love with the film in terms of the cast itself. Because the, the, our intro cast was disposable. Uh They were our Janet Lee's, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, the more higher profiles yes that are off quickly but here's where you get the meat of the the, this town and it's got kind of that quirky town uh feel to it Mm -hmm. almost like a star stars hollow Hollow. yeah uh but uh my boy oh my god it's um saul brubeneck here who he will always and forever be big shot hollywood producer lee donowitz (laughs) from true romance and I'd like to think that if like Lee Donowitz survived that shootout in True Romance, he would have retired from the film business and got his start gone, here. Gone straight. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to open just... up a deli in hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, shit, maybe this is actually, you know what? You mentioned that it's a technically in hell. Maybe he. this is hell. This is his actual hell. His purgatory. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Selling hoagies. Oh, my God. No, look at that. It's Christmas. You know? <laughs> Well, of course, in a town called Hell, you can go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. <laughs> also, just a shout out to Emilda Raven here, who I I was a big fan of Lost, so that's where I knew her from too. Mm-hmm. So there was immediate like comfort there for me. I was like, holy shit, this movie has everything I need, and I didn't know I needed it. And here comes Santa Claus. Santa uh, Claus coming to gonna... town with a big ass buffalo. And this is only the kind of uh, reindeer that a, a Goldberg Santa would rock, <laughs> if, you, if you think about it. Oh, my God. There's nothing like a surly old smoker lady right? on top of everything else. And the, <laughs> I do like that there's... They play this with so much... This is a horror comedy. And it's, get, get out, out the way! way. <laughs> so when we screened this last year, and this is probably the first time anyone's seen Santa Slay on the big mm-hmm. screen... <laughs> The whole crowd, you remember? They yeah, actually... they just because he goes move, bitch. And then everybody's like, get out the way! Just when he said it at the same time, and then he just knocks her off. An old lady, like total like Deagle esque, and then he just like ha. <laughs> He's truly a mean, nasty Santa. Mm-hmm. As and again, is is. But it's so funny the kills he takes so much pleasure and revelry in it. It's so great. Well, when you've been cooped up for what two thousand years, something like that. Yeah, you've had to be good. You've had to go against your nature for all that time. <laughs> you know, you want some crazy shenanigans going on, and why don't you kick things off that in such a manner? Well, that's what I think was so funny about this is the fact that no one is really safe. No, like, you basically. Just just killed off an old lady mm-hmm. a whole family before that yes. he kicks a dog through a goddamn ceiling fan <laughs> and again if you're not with the film at that point i get it i'm a i'm a dog lover man right? you know but i can still laugh at that yeah because it tells you exactly what it is <laughs> this isn't going to be black christmas right you know this isn't going to be miracle on 34th street this is going to be santa's, santa's slay. fucking sleigh man <laughs> Now the the our main character here, um, this is a uh, Nicholas played by Douglas Smith. Mm-hmm. He's 
a little to me he does i know he's kind of supposed to carry the film but to me it's the other people around him right that really care and i'm not saying he does puts in a bad job no it's just i think i think he's this is Santa's movie. Yeah. This is Santa's movie. Well, and there Also, is... I think it's the Township of Hell's movie as well, just mm-hmm. in terms of the crazy cast of characters you get. Well, plus the girl does such a good job at killing it. I mean, just like being like his girl Friday, I guess you could say, pretty much. And she just does great. And then the kooky grandfather, it's like you said, it's everybody else but him. I mean, he's got his moments too. Oh, he has to because he's, he's the lead character. But honestly, when you've got... When you've got the just awesome, greatest Mr. Raven there, rock, rock, rocking out to rap, basically, right? with the, with the hip hop going on. Like, I love that. I love that. With She's fucking awesome. She is. She's a, <laughs> well, she plays that great, they're, they're, de- they're definitely going like with a backwoods theme on her, because mm-hmm. she's got the guns. The family's all hunters, as we'll soon find out. She's a rural girl. A rural girl, but with just. With just a little bit of street in her. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And then, of course, rocking it, rocking a truck like that as well. You've, you've got to go with something like that with this particular film in the Township of Hell. Of course. But I do like the fact that I take a drink if you ever actually stashed a key under anything around that. Like, I grew up in that kind of a neighborhood where you could do that. Yeah. I don't I don't think you could do that anymore. You know, no. people just. Chew. I, I've never understood that. There there can't be. A, and look, he has like he has to do four or five Multiples. keys. There's a lot of locks. So we know that somebody knows that ill shit's going to go down. <laughs> but at the same time, I've never. No, that always bewildered me, especially because they're so obviously hid. You know. Did you think that was one of those like lies that the movies told you? Yeah. No, I'm it, telling you, it was it was legit for me. It was like, oh yeah, I, I know that town. I live in that town, man. Huh. Yeah. I, I I've never lived in that town. I've always lived in the streets, <laughs> like the girl, just not rural. Just... You lived in the town with all the the locks, but you know you just couldn't access the keys through there. Mm-hmm. Now that's a now a shout out to Mug Root beer. beer and Orange Crush and Pepsi and Spam. That dude's refrigerator minus the Spam is legit. No purple stuff though. No, so, that, you know, that's, hey, but he's got Mug Root beer. Mug Root beer is delicious. It's the one with bite. No, that's Barks. That's Barks. That's Mugs Barks. is like Mugs just has that cool dog on it. I was gonna say Mugs is well, they're in Santa Slay. So <laughs> that's gotta say I like Mugs. Do I you prefer it over A and W? Really? Mm-hmm. See, I was always a big fan of. There was oh, good lord, Dad's is the best. Dad's isn't bad. Yeah. No, it's uh. No. Lo- there's definitely some different layers of yeah. root beer, though. Yeah. No. From Santa Claus to root beer, <laughs> to basically a a a like a doomsday preppers little area here, mm-hmm. which I I love. You know, so Robert Colt plays the granddad. Now I always knew him from the greatest american hero mm-hmm. he was the cop on there but that guy has had like an illustrious cr- career crazy Just, good yeah and that's why i think it lends a little kind of some more gravitas to mm-hmm. the character and also what kind of lends pathos to the character eventually and also just drew me in more on this film because like i said so that being said you introduced me to this film yeah like i had ne- i had never heard of it you're like telling me it was bill goldberg is a killer santa i'm like what and you finally got it. So what was the first, how was your first time seeing this? How did you see Santa Slay? I was working at Blockbuster. It was the final end. It was like kind of the death knell of the Blockbusters and then, and I blind rental and I, there it is. I was like, 
this movie is fucking great, right? So, yeah. Well, I, and, you know, that's so some of our listeners that might seem so f- just like another world, another era, just in terms of the, the box stores, mm-hmm. the blind rentals, you know, just going by what you had on the front and back from the streaming services and everything. No, there was there was that time, yeah. though. But especially if you had access to that. Well, it was it was cool because I was, I was an employee there. I'd get to rent like a, two weeks before it came out. So when people asked this stuff. So I'm sitting here and... And I remember watching it in my and putting it in and just like laughing hysterically the whole time and just like this movie's fucking great. And every time I was like, yeah, we're looking for some Christmas like Santa sleigh and like Done. what about one for the family? Santa sleigh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not we don't celebrate Christmas and we're looking for Santa sleigh, you know? Just like. <laughs> And oh, I like we the, got the nutcracker gun. He's like his own personal cue down there in mm-hmm. his little lab. So what does this nutcracker do here? All Christmas themed. It's like Chekhov's everything. True, it really is. <laughs> it really is. Uh, the, the fact that he's rocking that just that crazy crazy hair. old man. The crazy. Yep. He's got the, the the slippers and the and like the whole like vault behind the map. And it was a map of the North Pole. Nice little yes. nice little catch there. Yeah. Oh, this is truly instead of a uh, instead of a nuclear war that one will I, and it won't actually hold Santa. A snowpocalypse. A snow. Ooh, very nice. Which we haven't had here in the Kansas City no, area in quite some been, time. It's been dry. It has, and you know, I, I work in higher ed, and you honestly only work in higher ed for the snow days. I'm just <laughs> telling you that right now. And when you don't get them, it's a bummer. I'm just it's it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually he's got the Howard Hughes thing going on. I was going to say he's actually pretty well groomed for uh, <laughs> a madcap mo- doomsday prepper there. But here is the way, you know, and just in terms of <laughs> they incorporate exposition in this film. I actually like it. I think it works really well. Uh-oh. <laughs> and he's just there looking at candy cane, looking at candy. And he was basically taking donations, right? Mm hmm. Or was he baiting someone at this point? And I'm sure he's baiting somebody or probably <laughs> making up the candy cane <laughs> shiv. <laughs> Christmas shanks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he probably was looking for money for uh, strip clubs. I was going to say, that dude looked like Sean Walt- uh, Waltman, the um, X-Pac. <laughs> and honestly, boom. If- if you trash. have a wrestler in your film, if they don't press slam someone... Exactly. And he uh, he spears somebody. It's so glorious. I think when you guys told me was Goldberg was in this, I was like, does he spear someone? We were like, yes. I was like, yes. holy shit. <laughs> He's got to spear. He's Goldberg, dude. <laughs> it's like, the only thing that would have made him better is if he came out with Santa for the first time and like fucking sparkler, like, <laughs> like <laughs> fireworks and shit came out well, behind he drops, him. He drops the whole who's next in this movie yeah. which was one of his one yeah. of his catchphrases mm-hmm. shit you know I actually the first time he ever came on on WCW I was a, watching wrestling at that time and it was one of their like a Monday Nitro but he it was his first appearance ever it was against humor, humorous mm-hmm. humorous it was a bad gimmick and he was kind of a mid-level jobber but the minute he came out it was just no frills the black trunks, the black boots, just basic. And it's like, who is Because he looked like an action figure. Right. I mean, he was frightening and just intimidating. And he does this whole press slam. He does the jackhammer. It was just like, and then we just started seeing him week after week. And it's like, oh, they're doing something with this guy. Mm-hmm. And then he became just the biggest thing in WCW. Goldberg was tight, man. Yeah. And then I just, I just can't picture another like Santa Slay with Gilberg. 
with <laughs> uh, Hogan did that one. It was called Santa with Muscles. Oh yeah, <laughs> which technically Hogan. wouldn't. <laughs> Somebody please stop Hogan making movies. He's done. It, those were there was were some rough runs there. Although you know, and again, it's not even in an ironic way, but uh, No Holds Barred is a lot of fun. Oh, Dookie! There was a Necronomicon shout out right there. He's like, "What is that? It's the Book of Cloths," and he goes, nah. "So." They're, they're giving some love a little to the they evil do. dead there. No, but No Holds Barred was fucking great, man. And it also had a Zeus. Uh, Tom Zeus Tiny in, Lister. Who was also. Who was Zeus, who was in Fifth Element. And is going to show up later in this film mm-hmm. as well. Yes. Which is a, another little cameo there that I love. Now, here's where I think if you're going to do exposition, I think this is actually a cool way to do it. This is a great way to do it. And it's very fitting with the uh, taking of the holiday tropes and spinning it on its head. Which is how this whole movie is all about. And that's why you're kind of drawn to yeah. these films as it is. No, and I was actually, you know, I was raised Catholic. And so Christmas time, we always had um, Christmas mass. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we would always go on Christmas Eve, actually. Yeah. And when I, we always had a tradition. We'd go to my grandmother's house on Christmas Eve. We'd have dinner, exchange a few presents, and then we'd go home. And I always remember when I was a little kid... But when before we would leave my grandma's, I'd shout out to the sky, be like, don't come yet, Santa, I'm not home. Now watching shit like this, I'm just like, I would just imagine like then Goldberg Santa just ho, 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 coming through in presents and shit. Whooping my ass mm-hmm. just as as he should here. But I think ultimately anything coming from Robert Culp's delivery. Yeah. It just sounds good. When I was little going to Christmas Eve mass and I'd come out. I'd always look in the sky and like always think like maybe one of those airplanes with the red lights was like Rudolph and I'm like, yes, it's happening. Right. Until I found out, wah, wah, you know, so. See, I would have freaked out thinking like that's I've lost my chance. Like he's already doing the flyby. I up, you know. All I know is I wasn't home. So if you put the shit under there while I was at church, cool. You know, then a little bit of stuff. I didn't have to wait till the next morning. I also like the fact that the granddad is all about like trying hook, to hook us up. Hook, hook up his grandson. Oh. <laughs> Ammo for mm. Animals Club. <laughs> it's so fresh, you can almost smell its breath. Animals for This is so many like little like tidbits and things. Like when we the funeral scene is something that we were gonna have to read along with. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, oh that's so gnarly. That's gross. Now that's something out of Cronenberg right there. <laughs> Wolverine meat. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. I don't think um Oh, good Lord. Who who did the Conan films? Um, Milius? Yeah, I don't think uh, that's a Wolverine, you know, kind of S that he even he could <laughs> spit a spin on there. And ultimately, as you as you would in the backwoods occasionally, why not have a gun? Right. Maybe even again, would it be Chekhov's gun there potentially? There we go. As it comes around there. Whoa. I like the fact that they just casually threw out the retarded, your jack off. Just, just throw it out there. And what is it? Oh, shit. It's a transformer. It's kind of a dope transformer, though, if you think about it. I don't think it's a transformer you could make it's, now. It's like, would have been transformers that we would have had back in the day? It was like a ro- not even a GoBot. It was like a <laughs> YoBot. <the> go- <laughs> yeah, it was a YoBot. I always kind of felt bad for those really lower tier toys that were there beyond sea level yeah because oh, there goes saying yeah no the the oh, this character coming up yeah now this is good old this is dave thomas dave thomas Co- comedian dave thomas and not uh, not the burger maker no not not at all but of, which uh, i would get confused every now and then 
but one of the McKenzie brothers there. Yeah. And it was really funny before, uh, recently was able to host a screening of another wolf cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wolf cop! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I had mentioned before that they really turned the, the, can- the Canada up on another wolf cop. And it's basically like strange, <laughs> yeah, it's strange it's, brew. Yeah. With the wolf cop, basically. Mm-hmm. And if you guys haven't seen Strange Brew and don't know the brilliance of that film, you guys are missing out. And you get to see Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis. Just be the, just be like the McKenzie brothers. Just give them the beer and hosers thing there, eh? <laughs> They're phenomenal. Uh, so underrated. And like the whole SCTV thing as well. So much good stuff came out of Canada. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Kids in the Hall. Oh, hell yeah. Kids in the Hall. And the f- <laughs> so they're the hypocritical pastor right Come going into the gold diggers home of the klondikes tonight test tickler <laughs> the, they do love their alliteration here on this one god god damn home of the Klondike. oh only in hell township would you have the strip club name gold diggers home of the klondikes and of course, having the local pastor there who was right. just doing a little gold digging himself mm-hmm. through the the mass collection service there, it always weirded me out when they passed the collection plate. Like, like they even had like specialized envelopes at yes. my church. Yes, to put in. Like, and you, it, it was it was weird. Always kind of freaked me out because like oh, I was always so tempted, so tempted back to so like. And if I, you know, if I was good at sleight of hand, I could have done that. Right but, uh, now, that's a, <laughs> again. Goldberg utilizing wrestling skills in some to of his takedowns. Choke somebody out with the wreath. I love how all of the weapons are very still holiday themed. Yeah, Santa Claus is coming to Pussy Town. That's <laughs> see, we, we, and the fact that we are getting boobies here uh-huh. showed me again exactly what kind of film. Because I could have not seen boobs in this and been good, but this is. And I don't even want to say it's a throwback. No, it's just. This is what it is. <laughs> it truly is. So, yes, you're going to be at the, the, the booby bar. <laughs> Hose. <laughs> Does like a, a Pepe Le Pew little action right there mm-hmm. with a kiss. And then, of course, <laughs> so gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> it is a tradition, I guess, folks. And this is such a fun like little... Oh. I'm not going to say it ranks up there with the scene in Near Dark in terms of bars and bars, what have you. But, nor, nor Dusk Till Dawn, but there, <laughs> there's been worse strip club fight scenes. Well, and the fact that they've got Goldberg and they're utilizing to him full, his, his fullest skills, extent. His skills, right. Like, if you got Goldberg in your movie... You might as well have him do some wrestling shit. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be doing Shakespeare. There wouldn't be, like, his skill set, but... Like, <laughs> Juvenile, it's perfect. It, it Come is, on now. It is, it is. <laughs> like even a great little sight gag like that a little spray down come on now Again, this is truly one of those litmus test films I think that you can throw out there yeah like if you're fr- because I mentioned it before there's a lot of people that dislike this film really yeah when I was going online not even so much doing research but just you know kind of seeing what people thought oh that's a great little kill but no, there are a lot of people that dislike this film hmm. with a with a passion. Do you think they just don't? Well, I mean, everybody. It's, a film is subjective, but of course, is there any like one main? And it's a horror comedy, and right? So that in and of itself is probably the most divisive film out there. Two strikes against us already. Most people yeah. don't like that much comedy in their horror, and yeah, this one to me it, it walks an interesting line because whenever Santa shows up, 
I mean, shit gets real. Mm-hmm. Shit gets nasty. You get the gore. You technically, he, the only time you really get the boobs is when he's there. <laughs> so when he's here, the illicit shit happens. And what a great little, <laughs> little cold, naughty. naughty. You get that or a punish in there that works out nicely. <laughs> so cheerful and gleeful. <laughs> He's great. He makes it, it. You know what the look? It look. He looks good this he, way. Yeah, it's like, just this a is big, a legit, mean, badass Viking Santa Claus with big old bison as the reindeer. And of course, just ate the valet. Yep. <laughs> uh, everyone is getting their comeuppance in this film. Actually, Naughty I forgot. Nice. There is kind of a high body count in this. There's film. a very high body count. And that's the other thing with a lot of Christmas films is you really don't get a lot of... They're, they're more intimate, I see, with mm-hmm. a lot of those. Because even Silent Night, Deadly Night doesn't have that high of a body count, technically. And uh, like Christmas Evil doesn't have that high of a body count. No, no. Only when Santa's actually the main killer, <laughs> like the real Santa Claus, is when shit gets ill. I wonder what that says about uh, the people making the film, our interpretation of Santa. So speaking of Santa, we were talking about how people are afraid of Santa and shit. Okay, so one time... I was watching the Maury Povich show and they were doing like weird fears and shit. And what they would do is they would like, they had this woman who was afraid of Santa Claus, right? Ever since she was little, like debilitatingly screaming fear. And what do they do? They had like five people dressed as Santa Claus, like come and like surprise her and chase her around the studio. Cause she's talking, she's like, and I'm really afraid of the Wait, Santa Claus were, and blah, blah, blah. They were right? chasing her? Yes. They were chasing her. They were like, not, not like, not like, no, no, no. But like, you know, like say we're talking like this and we're right. having an interview and, you're, and I'm telling you about my fear of Santa Claus. Then all of a sudden I look behind me and there's two Santa Clauses right there. People dressed up as Santa claus i run off and go off the stage there's another santa claus coming this way right and then kind of like corral her on stage and like kind of circle her and like that is so horrible Mm -hmm. horrible and cruel i cannot freaking maury (laughs) god damn it man it was hilarious holy shit that is i I can't even know i can't laugh at that that sounds awful of course you would laugh they they, they cured her of her fear oh yeah i'm sure it was like immersion therapy or something jesus christ I don't. I don't think. I don't see how you could respond or react after something like that. That's <laughs> Santa Claus. This also plays almost like a live action cartoon. Like oh, in absolutely. another universe, I could see Joe Dante doing this, mm-hmm. or like what would be interesting is Joe Dante's Santa sleigh, <laughs> because it has it a is, real cartoony feel to it. Absolutely, it is one hundred percent Looney Tunes. I mean, just like the whole like sleigh kind of like swirling around and like all the bad puns and. The puns are, again, it works for what it is. Mm-hmm. If you didn't have puns in this film, no, it's you'd have you have to have puns. All the great, all the great killers have puns and quips. Even what? like even uh, what about Michael Myers or Jason? Then I was talking about Arnold. Arnold, oh. yeah, you know those That's are true. fun, ridiculous, kill-friendly movies. Well, the, interestingly enough, is I don't think Goldberg get a lot of movies after this. Mm-mm. I don't think he's done a lot. Which is weird because he's, I think he's legitimately good in this film. Mm-hmm. He's He strikes enough menace that he's scary, but he still has the mirth to him. And now, okay, anytime you can this do This is the exposition thing the that The Rankin I love. Bass. Yeah. yeah. This, oh my God. I don't, again, I don't know if a lot of our listeners, you have to be of a, you have to have really grown up in 
late 70s, early 80s to appreciate the importance of Rankin and Bass cartoons this was, and animation. It wasn't Christmas until this. Until no, and you know what? It was always on CBS. Mm-hmm. And do you remember how they would start those special ones? It would be that Yes. You knew the good shit was coming. And then you'd get one of these. We are Santa's elves. We are Santa's elves. Yep. I'm Mr. Heat Miser. Uh, I'm Mr. Heat. I'm Mr. Green Christmas. I'm Mr. Sun. I love that. They're fun. Um, too much. Boom, boom, boom. They're yeah. so much fun. So the fact that we're getting the backstory with this style of animation of Christmas, the the cry, the mass of Christ. It is, but it's also so. I love you got the little aliens in the background. But I, the fact that they're appealing to a gener like I don't know how many people that are watching this film in 2005 which apparently wasn't a lot but in terms of a younger audience if they could appreciate what they were doing with this if they even got because I guess even technically if you don't know the reference well it's still cool they still have the Charlie Brown it is a little cool like with the little evil elves and stuff no they still um, have the Charlie Brown Christmas special and all that kind of stuff and I I know a lot of people especially like that have uh, like families are introducing the kids to the the Charlie Brown, mm-hmm. so there might be a little bit more of a little like thing True. like that. But at the same time, yeah, I it wasn't Christmas without something like this back in the day, right? And how often does the the sport of curling come into play? <laughs> right, this is like super Canadian. <laughs> it's, it's 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 pretty amazing. That's I actually went in and started looking up like curling terms just to maybe throw some out if we had any curling enthusiasts in the audience because you know with Santa Slay you might have some of that out there. Now the the gonad the Jesus go- Christ <laughs> again that you're getting exactly what you're expecting there. We're definitely you know not gonna uh, be. This movie was made by twelve year olds and it shows and it's so wonderful for again. It. What does that say about us? You know, late thirties, early forties that we still enjoy it as well. <laughs> because this Santa tracking for real. How old are you, How old kid? Are you kid? <laughs> Sixteen. <laughs> This could have also gone a different way, just in terms of... Especially when you're texting Gonad. Yes. <laughs> so I'm expecting Chris Hansen to come out there a second. <laughs> Why don't you have a seat on the North yeah. Pole? So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Santa 69 here. That's, right. Uh, <laughs> so candy cane flavored schnapps. Is that oh was... God. Oh, the schnapps. <laughs> Little snowboard in the background. Again, attention to detail here. And here we have Christmas Day as it is. Man, we better get some snow on Christmas Day. A little bit. I would (laughs) like. He just plows through the nativity scene, beheading. I think that might be Joseph or one of the wise men there. It is, again, so much fun. (laughs) He's having a blast in this film. But the fact that he has maybe 10 minutes total screen time maybe in this film. Tells you so much of the fact that he commands every one of those minutes. Yep. And again, you can't have... This is like maybe a Stephen King version here where... (laughs) Blow the heads off kids. Kids aren't safe. Women aren't safe. (laughs) And you get an old woman cursing. Come on now. And then his delivery on these lines... Uh, how he's yelling at the community eyesore gold diggers lamenting the loss of that the house of the house of heathens well (laughs) undeniably moral sinners i love the names and the way he delivers them with such earnest here we go yeah we can
Casey Ray. Hess Tickler. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, like, meanwhile, like the sad song. <laughs> it's a nice contrast there. He's now. Had he opened up, do you think he would have survived? No, no, no. It's Santa we're dealing with. Okay, because granted, he would have been nice in that case and not naughty. Hmm. He's just a force of nature. That's the way he was in the ring. Like he was one of those guys <laughs> that couldn't be stopped. You think they could make a Santa Slate too? You think you would do it? I would go. I would. I would watch it. There's yeah. no doubt. Or a remake with Batista. Yeah, that would actually. That's probably who they'd go for now. Oh, oh. there's your spear right through the deli counter. Oy vey. <laughs> right in the schmuckers. <laughs> And this is actually a pretty gnarly death. This is a mean death. This truly is, actually, yeah. But no holiday is safe from Santa. That's right. Could have been eight crazy ways to die there instead of eight crazy nights. Let's see here. Oh, my God. This is... <laughs> He's just got deli meats and cheeses all over him. I guess really no fucks to give no. with this kind of Santa. And why the fuck not? And ultimately... We, uh, <laughs> the curse of the curling champions here mm-hmm. in town. It's always going to get you. That's why, actually, you know, technically, I guess that deli you was quit a the sponsor. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Didn't want any uh, satanic Santas to come after me. But he just looks. Look at him. I mean, he he's legit. an intimidating dude. He truly is. Now we've got our Hasidic youth. <clears throat> he hisses. He hisses at them. That's scary. <laughs> You're on our turf. <laughs> Which I still eat here, get gas. I love that shit. That's the uh, the southern version of come and go, basically. Yeah, exactly. And no, we're not saying anything dirty. There are these. Uh, it's a chain of a store, little convenience stores called Come and Go. And here you get the old tiny Tom Tiny Lister. Yep, who has been himself. He has been around forever mm-hmm. at this point, just in terms of in, in cameos and films, showing up in like The Dark Knight mm-hmm. briefly. Like you said, the fifth element. No, yeah, as, as the president. And of course, in Debo. Yeah. What you got in my 40, home? What you got in my present, Santa? <laughs> I think even Santa would probably bow down to Debo. To Debo. Debo was just di- diabolical, man. That guy scared me in Friday <laughs> with the whole like squeaky bike. <laughs> no, my grandma looking at me with that chain, man. Here, my chain. Snatch. He's going to go cry in his car. <laughs> I haven't watched that in a while. Friday, you think that's so good? Dude. Does it still hold up? So yes, absolutely. Because well, shit. Actually, you know what's a Christmas movie? Technically, is Friday, uh, Friday after next. Yes. Let's throw that in the uh, Christmas canon, if you will. Yes. Because we we just did a uh, we did an episode a few ep- uh, episodes ago on Nightmare Junket about horror movies that you know you only watch in December. But I was always kind of thinking the non horror movies that you would have in December. Um, because shit, you know, let's face it. You know, we talked about Bob Clark and Black Christmas, and then there's a connection to a Christmas story. All the other non-horror stuff that you could throw out there, and technically, man, you could even go into stuff like um, the classics, uh, the Home Alones, uh, the Die Hard. And we actually, if you guys don't know the uh, our holiday movie marathon that we do, we always screen three different films. We we'll always give you an action film, a comedy film, and a horror film. 
And for us, it's basically a way to promote non-traditional holiday movies. Um, we always joke that when we screen like Die Hard, Gremlins, and Home Alone, we've run out, we've jumped the shark, basically. We're, we've, we're at the bottom of the well. Uh, but what's been so much fun is introducing people to not necessarily the non-horror, the, the horror ones, uh, but stuff that's outside the horror realm, uh, because everyone, for the most part, knows about the holiday horror films. But, you know, there's for the most part, if it's not a traditional holiday film, something that you'll see like on the Hallmark Channel, Lifetime or this or that, then it's harder to classify as a holiday film. So, man, you know, when we screened like um, I Come in Peace, which played like gangbusters, man, um, the Craig R. Baxley classic, that was fun because it was introducing to people that like, you know, everyone says Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, great films perfect for the holidays but when you can introduce them to that i come in peace or everly um or a long kiss good night oh hell yeah films, it's so much fun and so you know just the fact that we're able to do that with the movie marathon is great and the fact that we were able to incorporate santa sleigh and all that was so much fun as well introducing the masses to the new christmas classics Ooh, yeah that's just, <laughs> damn yeah that's that should be the uh that's kind and of the then, mission statement <laughs> dun dun this could your gay apparel <laughs> come on now you gotta love the little wordplay there that dude's been in tons of movies too he is let's see here because i do have the internets pulled up let's go to that was the was that the principal no the police chief the police chief that's right let's look up here santa claus is not a myth well, and imagine you, you're going to people. Telling and, people that it's, there's an evil Santa Claus. Right. And l- l- I'll be honest, you know, if this kid rolled up to me and told me that, I'd be like, okay, whatever, like, man. Okay, dude. No, actually, no, I don't know. Given my background in horror. You th- in, I, I would believe, I would be believed, like, really? I would be, I'd be open to the suggestion. You know, I would need some proof. You know, you got to. You need to see it for yourself. Yeah, I need to see some of that red cloth. I need to see a little bit of the beard. But I would probably be open to it, though. I would be open to it. And I do like the fact that they do throw out that whole thing about the idea of the uh, the time zones and how it's all a little bit skewed, but mm-hmm. ultimately all comes together at the North Pole. Yep. Which makes sense, because, like, you know, even that's one of the main beefs with gremlins. Don't feed them after midnight. But well, what about this and that and the other, you know? That's why we need a little Joe Dante flavoring on this one here. But this one is like, nope, this is when it ends this because is, of this time. So it's like, boom, didn't know it was a technically Mogwai time as well as like North Pole time. <laughs> it's all tied together there, folks. There we go. Christmas horror. <laughs> also, the funnest thing about the holiday horror or the, the, the little holiday mar- movie marathon we do is just dressing up as well. Mm-hmm. It's uh, breaking out the beard, the little Santa Claus suit. Not necessarily fooling anyone because at a bar, basically, but you know, I could spread some <laughs> holiday cheer out there amongst the streets. There we go. Ooh, and I can spread some holiday fear. As you would. <gasps> yeah. You've done that many a times in your leather face attire. <laughs> Christmas horror. All through Tapcade there, unfortunately. So you've probably, we've probably scarred some kids, but we've also probably, you know, he had done some healing there as well. <laughs> right. I'm not going to go around scaring people who are afraid of Santa Claus on the Maury Povich show. <laughs> No, that is truly terrifying, man. I can't believe they did that. Well, of course I can believe they did that. <laughs> but that's where I would... <laughs> that's oh, horrible. Stun gun ran the taint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little rough. Now, do we get the... We don't know. Okay, yeah, we could have actually probably gone with a uh, 
police. Oh, yeah, we did get a little bit of a slaughter. That's right. Yep. A la Terminator and Maniac Cop 2. <laughs> all off screen, but pretty good, though. Just Also, what I like about this film is it's all practical. Yeah. Like, there's very little CGI to it. What it is, it's it's like the, the reindeer flying mm-hmm. or anything, but all the gore and the kills are all gore and practical gore kills. Which, and even the reindeer on the ground, mm-hmm. that's like a legit It's a little big thing. little thing. There's a behind the scenes on this thing. Uh, they have stills. They have Bill Goldberg bench pressing that fucking buffalo thing, and he's got it over his head. Tell you, press slams, that's yeah. what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> now, if... This is probably why they don't allow police officers to dress up in the holiday season. <laughs> to be a big, you get pulled over by a big ass Santa Claus. That would be frightening. You know, I pulled you over. <laughs> yeah. Naughty. You know, and it's like, oh. as long as it doesn't go into bad lieutenant territory, we're good. <laughs> That's when things get weird. North Pole. <laughs> I've been naughty. <laughs> so he is rocking. That's a. A 12-gauge, like, trap gun, which... So, <laughs> I lived south <laughs> enough that I lived in Stillwell, Kansas, and my dad would take me trap shooting every now and again. And that's probably the manliest thing I ever did as a kid growing up, for the most part, because I would be the kid that would mess things up, so my dad would, like, tell me to leave so I could go play Nintendo and shit. Mm-hmm. But I actually turned out to be actually a pretty good little shooter. <laughs> yeah. Strangely enough. Um, but this is, like, I used to shoot guns like that, and I know that sounds weird, but it's like... but. And this is just for some of my uh, so any of your old sports fans out there. There was an old Cubs pitcher named Mitch Williams. He was called the Wild Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also pitched for the Phillies. He gave up this uh, home run to Joe Carter. That's why people remember him. Don't shoot Santa. Uh, but there's this dude at the trap shoot that looked just like him. And like when I like would hit the targets and shit, he would just give me a, like this little knowing nod. And I was like, holy shit, man! The Wild Thing is like he's, he's giving me the thumbs up, man. But I haven't shot a gun since, and so, huh? Yeah, but that memories, man, just all flooding back to me. <laughs> They're shooting the thing, pow, pow pew, pew. <laughs> I, I've never shot a gun before. Well, I did go with they my don't dad trust me. early on to go hunting, and I was probably five or six, and I didn't have a gun. I had my little fake gun with me, mm-hmm. and we we're out. And the first time I heard a gunshot, I started crying and running the other way. So. I think he was probably more impressed with me that I wasn't crying at the first crack of a gunshot. <laughs> yeah, it was a little rough. I shoot myself in the eye with rubber band guns. I don't know if I can. <laughs> like the worst Christmas story ever. The fact that you shot Santa? <laughs> <laughs> they never, you know, it's never paranoia if you know someone's out If you know someone's out get to right? get you, man. And the fact that he's got the countdown clock, they've got if they've got only fortify, but it is a shelter, not a fortress, as he says. So <laughs> it's a, Jesus Christ, everything and, gets killed. Every <laughs> holiday tradition gets skewered. Right now, we're going to deal with some carol carolers, and I don't get carolers in my neighborhood. I fucking love caroling. Do I you? love caroling. I love going out and singing on the street and raising and like dinging bells and shit and doing that stuff. So have you been? Have you gone out and caroled? I before? have. I have. I fucking love it. I would have never guessed that. That not that you're not, you know, a holiday fiend or cheerful, but there, again another press <laughs> slam. Oh, oh. 
<laughs> that was a great one. That was good. That's that's the very disrespectful press slam when you drop them behind you. Yeah, and just onto a railing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I actually was a bell ringer for a couple of years for Salvation Army, and like we, I would go one or two nights uh, at Christmas season and sing carols and ringing the bell and shit. And then like in my choir group back in uh, high school, we went and caroling. And the plaza, and like I fucking I, love it. I love it. Have you ever thought about uh, you know, breaking that out again? Just Fuck, I'd bright sing every day I can. If I go out carol, I'd be. See, here's the thing: one person caroling is creepy. <laughs> if I go door to door, here we come a wassailing along the field so green, you know, or like that'd be creepy. Or better yet, I'm like sitting there trying to have a good time and and just being innocent and like. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Tell me that's not terrifying. Mommy, there's some crazy man out there just like he sees me when I'm awake. He's dressed like Santa Claus, but he's smoking a cigarette and he's stumbling around. You know, it's like... (laughs) He said zobbledy bit. I couldn't tell. (laughs) I'm not going to go around. I got pretzels for you. (laughs) But like... Well, you know what, man? You should do that. Just surprise your neighborhood and just go about. But I guess you, like you said, you need more than one now. Right? Do you? How many does it? Do you need to to like qualify? (laughs) I don't know, but I could be like one of those creepy ass things from back in like the That's Incredible times when they had like when like one person was like the whole Jackson Five. They just had like mannequins next to them on sticks and shit. You know what I'm talking about? The whole That's Incredible stuff, right? And like I could do that. Like you better watch out. You better not cry. Just like go <laughs> and just really terrify because those things freaked the fuck out of me. Yes, those things were terrifying. That is beyond terrifying. That's another level. That is something that would not only scar and traumatize, right? that would kill. Can you imagine if like they were like all of me, but the way I made them because I'm not that good, they're all ramshambly, so they look like <laughs> just like they'd, pro- they'd, probably, they'd look Cronenbergian <laughs> actually, they would look like they were just extensions of you. It's like, like some- a Cronenberg. Cronenberg Christmas. A very Cronenberg Christmas. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, and man. Would, and honestly, it would be down an alley like this. Yeah, it would be. Yep. And you could not escape. You couldn't go around them. <laughs> it was like that scene in The Nightmare on Elm Street when Freddy's arms reach right. out. Right. And it would just be me with my little mannequin. Multiple U's and stuff. Right. Oh. It rain drops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Right. Just... That's awful. I really can't stay. Maybe it's cold outside. You know, just like. If we have any listeners that are good artists, I'd love to see a rendition of your idea of genius all jollied up with the multiple mannequins and like attached the to them and just style. Yeah, 70s style. Because it's, it's always a 70s style. It's the other either 70s or always Michael Jackson y, you know? Yeah, was, that's true. It that's was true. Yeah. Yeah, they, God, that's incredible. What's a. Was no, it wasn't John Tesh. It was oh my god, it was Fran Tarkington. Thank you. I was going to say there was Fran the old, Tarkington. And I used to watch the shit out of that. It was <laughs> Fran Tarkington and uh, Mary Lou Retton, I think. <laughs> Hold on, I, I will pull. Oh up. no, not Grandpa! The, uh, oh, Death by the Big Ass Bison. I was initially when I first time I saw this, I was like, holy shit! Did they really kill him off? That's kind of a bummer if they did. Yeah, because he was like. Not fan favorite, but... Kathy Lee Crosby and John Davidson. 
<laughs> I would have hated myself had I not looked that up. No, that was primetime television. That was like in the solid gold days. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like when again back in the day when we saw the Rankin Bass stuff on CBS, we had and I right before cable hit, <laughs> we had weird people with the five mannequin contraption. That was our thing. entertainment. <laughs> How we had the gong show, you know, that was about yeah. as close to entertainment. So we had the unknown comedian mm-hmm. with the whole paper bag on his I head. I love shit. the unknown comedian. My imitation of the first man on the sun. Hot, 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 hot. Mm-hmm. Just tapping his shoes and shit. <laughs> so goddamn funny. He's throwing present bombs on the on a jaunty little snowmobile fight scene, which is <laughs> actually pretty cool for like. I wouldn't say that this is the biggest budget movie, but you they definitely packed a lot in. And I'll be honest, he's playing a better Green Goblin than friggin' William Defoe was able to in the first we'll Sam Raimi. We'll meet again, Spider-Man. <laughs> Tell me he's not doing a goblin up there. He's totally the doing a goblin. Little, little pumpkin bombs. But they're present bombs. It's, he's doing the Santa Claus from Futurama thing. Yeah, he is. Oh, God. That's a great rendition of Santa Claus there. As a maniac gun-toting. Which is basically this, but with yep. live action. Yep. And again, just the cartoon nature of it. Is mm-hmm. this, I, it, it lends itself well to comedy. They couldn't do a killer Santa Claus and play it straight. No, I mean, you technically... With a real Santa, with the, with, yeah, with the magic true. and shit. That's true. Be interesting to do, though. Like just a, a straight horror film with like magical no, shit. No like levity at all. Just just straight up hardcore dead kids. Just <laughs> like basically like the it's almost like a Krampus. Mm-hmm. But he's still see trap shooting. There we go. See, those are my boys. Oh. I could have totally have shot Santa back in the day, man. I was could that, you, were I, you a dead eye? I was a pretty good dead eye. I was actually I surprised were myself you dead actually. Oh my god. Should have been. I should it's, have been. It's not too late, dude. Well, we actually, we for a while, we Dead actually had that's dope. a laser tag place. Uh, in, it was in Overland Park, Kansas. It was actually right by the old Showbiz Pizza off of like around 103rd and Metcalf, getting really, really regional here. <laughs> um, but I was a member there, and I only played maybe a couple times, but my name was Deadeye. Nice. Which was ironic because I didn't hit shit out there. I got obliterated by like, <laughs> like a bunch of like street toughs, like these teen toughs would like cover up their little sensors and then shoot me. Ah, boo. And like run, run a home little F word. Ah, boo. Yeah, it was a little, it was a little rough. Well, they're cheating. Fucking they, they were assholes. They, they were teen toughs, man. Teen toughs. Yeah, they were rough. Bastards. Yeah, they were on their way back to the streets. Now here, <laughs> I can have the pastor calling people skanks and pushing them out of the way to run away from Santa Claus Again. as he lights the fucking Christmas tree on fire. The uh, town Christmas to tree, injury, man. right? That's the Santa Claus is just fun and mean. He maximizes everything. Actually, he's just very efficient in his fear. <laughs> and this is a great shot. Like that's a wonderful shot right there. I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ready to spread. A hell deer, that's what they call it, that's right. <laughs> Spreading a little Yuletide fear. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think maybe this is uh, the... Uh, so it's uh, written and directed by uh, David Steinman. Do you think maybe it was his indictment on organized religion? The, <laughs> the hypocrisy of the Catholic y- y- Church? Yeah, the the whole, like, you know... How could we out? Do they know it's Christmas time? This is like in celebration of like how we the commercialized we made Santa Claus and <laughs> uh, 
no, I don't think there's any deeper message at all. I think this is like he was like, you know what? Let's make Santa Claus fucking evil. You know, it's going it's going to take and take down everyone, right? Because, so, like I said, written for twelve year olds by twelve year olds. Speaking of being twelve, what like Christmas Day back in the day? Even after the illusion of the Santa thing wore off, but you know, I remember, and I'm going to post a picture of this. I've got um, probably again four, five, or six in that age range. And I'm wearing Hulk pajamas, mm-hmm. but I've got these um, silver snow boots on. And for me, I had those snow boots. They those Napoleon snow boots. dynamite ones. They were I called them my kiss boots because they to me made me look like I was because I loved kiss growing up. And uh, but my best ever Christmas morning was again, I think it was Santa showed up was I came out and keep in mind, I had this horrible like like muted yellow shag carpet so it was pretty gnarly it was really gross but in the midst of it was an at at all put together just beckoning me to come and i'm like holy shit santa came down of course i find out down the line that my cousins uh shout out to gina and ginger came and helped out my mom put it together when i fell asleep of course nice but that illusion that you know that santa would visit you man that blew my mind i was like how he knew i went i, I got dude i got an ad at back in the day like I, I was so spoiled man shout out to mom and dad i didn't get really shit that i wanted never and oh, so man. i never i would never did you curse santa then no i i learned quickly you know maybe about seven eight you know i learned like yeah you know and then i never really uh expected anything i mean i I know i was going to get a present right right. i always knew i was going to get a present but like what do you want i'd make wish lists and stuff like that but nine times out of ten i'd never get dick because i'd always shoot for the stars right (laughs) so (laughs) i'm gonna get that lamborghini one day right shoot for the stars so uh whatever i got i was like really pleased with it although when i got the 2600 the atari 2600 that was a magical christmas day and it came with like a couple of games it was dope anytime i would get a system yeah yeah that was always a celebration i Mm -hmm. i do remember getting a nintendo for christmas in i think 85 or 86 well fuck one of the uh, i got a playstation 4 for christmas a couple of years ago from my brother and like me and my brother never really spend a lot on each other. It's always like, hey, here's a gift card, Merry sure. Christmas, you know, whatever. But he goes, here's your gift card, Merry Christmas. And he goes, and Santa left you something under the present. And I'm like, oh. I, I I cried. I, I, I cried. That made me yeah, tear up a little. Like, that's, <laughs> that's magical. Right. So, like, yeah, that was that was about the closest to like a magical Christmas Back in the day memory. Right. Yeah. You know what? That makes it better, though, that you can appreciate it as an adult. Yeah. Because you can truly appreciate know where everything comes from, man. That's mm-hmm. nice. Well, also, I didn't want to like seem like I was rubbing it in your face. I'm like, <laughs> look at all the cool shit I got when I was a kid. I didn't genius. Get shit. I didn't get dick. I was a poor kid. Lured latchkeys. <laughs> well, I realized, man, my folks, like, they worked multiple jobs and shit. And I oh, think yeah. it was just to keep up with my spending habits as a kid. <laughs> It's like, yo, man, they all hooked up on drugs. Like, no, he's hooked up on He-Man. Like, right. He can't get enough of that shit. Free basin, that slime from uh, the Hordax the, the Mountain. Hordax ooze, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was some weird shit that we got back in the day. And, I, you know, just in terms of, like, Christmas and toys and everything, I mean, 
I'll make the case that in the 80s, we had some of the best toys to choose from. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. And, and the bad thing is, all the toys that they had, we had would have been perfect for Santa Claus to kill us with. Because they were all oh my God, violent. They were. They, all of our toys were violent as well, You know, shit. all the guns that I had growing up, and I, it's funny, I never shot really any real ones except trap shooting, but I always had a bunch of toy guns. I collected them like crazy. I had like a war chest full of them. <laughs> like when the neighborhood kids gathered, we'd go to my house and all get guns, and they all looked real. And that's what you couldn't do anymore. Like, I mean, I mean, it looked like I was carrying around a full-on Mac-10 with a silencer. I mean, it looked legit real. Uh, and yeah, yeah, Santa Claus here would have messed us up with that. Or actually, I guess uh, even like the um, the old lawn darts back in the day. Yeah, the old jarts. I love how he used the ornament as a gas thing. And look how fucking jacked santa claus is again if you're gonna have goldberg you gotta let him be goldberg you gotta show the guns off at least come yeah, on and he's reading christmas carol saying he'll scare the dickens out of you come on now come on puns that's fantastic the, and the fact that he's he's used a, an ornament as a ninja star and now mm-hmm. a book almost as a ninja star means he's studied in the east as well <laughs> Or he grew up in the 80s watching a bunch of ninja uh, movies. The Tao of Santa. The Tao of Claus. The Tao of Kozuki. I would, I would read it, man. Santa Kozuki. Shit. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, that's an idea now. Ooh, 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 ninja Claus. <laughs> there would be those little things like, like Dr. Han has. That would be Ninja Claus. Yeah, it would. Holy shit. Again, mm-hmm. if, again if we got any artists, happen. we'll make we, it happen. We, we, I'd we, love we, to we see that. We need the weird mannequin thing, and then we need, like, Santa Kazuki Ninja Claus. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would, I would actually, you know how in Seinfeld uh, they, they created the Festivus for the rest of us. You know, mm-hmm. you need something as like a to be, go against the holidays. That could be it. Christmas canon. Ooh, ooh. Mm. <laughs> <But> actually, <laughs> that come to think of it, <laughs> technically, we screened one of those. Yeah. In many ways, you can interpret now. Okay. <laughs> A Zamboni. Yeah, this is about as Canadian as you can get, and mm-hmm. you get one also in... Pre-Deadshot, or Deadpool. Mm-hmm. But this is a great line. Which was this one? The... This one. Not fucking Dracula. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> he shines a I'm Santa Claus, not fucking Dracula. And he says it with such disdain, <laughs> like, God damn it, kid, come on. You should know this shit. <laughs> I will say... You are getting to see oh, get, angelic curling. Angelic curling. Now this is curling from the grave. It's so. Whoa! It, look at the look at the 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 FYI. We're looking at it um, with uh, the, subtitles, oh. but the subtitles changed into uh, that Christmas. Did yeah, you, the different font. Yeah, did you see that? That's interesting. Now that's attention to detail. That's something that I don't. That's cool that's yeah. like legitimately kind of <laughs> cool that's another element that you why even put it in there if not for the hard of hearing so yeah. they know that's more i guess angelic when that comes in like that <laughs> well the fact that goldberg's so good in this um i was just kind of thinking about like other rest are there any other like wrestling ho- holiday flicks beyond santa with muscles with hulk hogan well you can count wrestlemaniac if you count halloween that's a horror wrestling movie is it i don't think i've ever seen that. yeah it's about like it's kind of it's, it's almost sort of like uh luchador really yeah where they go to the small mexican town and then there's a killer 
killer luchador who just goes around and kills people. There's no, hmm. there's no like um, shenanigans afterwards. Sure, sure. But it's just your basic slasher flick. Okay, I can see that. Well, just kind of just in terms of the the there's no there's, there's of, no like St. Patrick's Day rest. No, there I take that back. Their Leprechaun true. has Hornswoggle in. That's it. true. That the recent remake of it, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Good mm-hmm. catch. See, uh, Kane is in See No Evil. That's right, and the sequel mm-hmm. done by the Soskas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he still wrote to Santa. That's kind of endearing. But until, unfortunately, though, you know, turns out it was the downfall. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. <laughs> which, did you ever watch curling when it was on the Olympics? No. I, I, I They lost me with the little brooms. It's Although, such a niche just, little sport. It's like, how? Every time I see the brooms, I think of the Sandman from the oh, old the Showtime old, at the Apollo. Just what, sweeping someone off. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Actually, if we had the Sandman on the ice, they're just waiting for one of them to mess up there, man. Do, 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 do. This is like, just coming out sweeping people. You know you're in a bad spot when you see the Sandman. The sandman and the, he starts stretching sweet. out, you know? It's like, oh, no, he's coming to get me. <laughs> I better finish. I believe the children of the future. <laughs> no, it's worse than a red light, man. The right. Sandman's coming sandman's to get you. Sandman's coming down. That's insult to injury. <laughs> Old Sandman missed you. Ha, ha, ha. Truly, the the good ones are the practical ones. Mm-hmm. Such, such a weird way to end. I, I mean, it's not a weird way they introduced it, but just in terms of all the things to do, to bring down. Well, it is Santa's hubris. Yeah, and I guess know? it's also it's more of an old fashioned thing. They couldn't do something like an actual hockey contest. Right. I guess that would be too absurd, potentially. <laughs> Still got the touch. You got the touch. <laughs> you got the power. Yeah. I wonder how many kids watch that in Boogie Nights and don't know what that's actually referencing. I guarantee they don't. Less than more or more than the heat will move you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that entire entire sequence is so cringeworthy, but yet I can't take my eyes off of it. Right. It's unreal. Now that's how you win at curling, y'all. Ah. <sighs> And do you see the score 666? 666, yeah. Let's not forget that technically this is a... He is the son of Satan. Yeah, it's a devil-esque movie. Maybe not something you'd see with Race with the Devil or, uh, you know, Reign of the Devil. But Santa Slade does definitely count as a devil-based flick. He is wearing all red. (laughs) That's true, right? (laughs) Only missing a few. Oh, you can hear the the tap-tap-tapping of the dog upstairs. Always creepy. Up on the housetop. Click, click, click. Ooh, Damn it, I shouldn't have given the peek behind the curtain. Should have totally gone with that. God damn it. Lola, keep Santa, walking. Santa? <laughs> yes, nerds, there is a Santa Claus. Zoinks! Actually, I could just see him either busting through the little brick wall here, maybe coming out through the thing, <laughs> sliding out from behind the wall. Either or it would be a bummer. Chestnut. Ugh, that's a bad one, too. Interesting, uh, an interesting way to try to take care of the Santa problem. Well, you know, if he's got Christmas presents, then why is not use one right well, on him? Would you say Chris? When you said Christmas presents, I, I thought P R E S E N Z. He's presents, got presents. Like he's got Christmas presents. I was like, yeah, he does. But you got to have that for Santa, you know. <laughs> I guess that's kind of a. a little, <laughs> you can't keep he's a good Santa down. Not on the Zamboni. 
I love the way that it just he basically gets away. Yeah. Move, bitch. Yeah, get out the way. <laughs> Seal it back up as you would any good, like in Beetlejuice. I'm just trying to think of like the pits. Yeah, you got to seal the pit. Yeah. Could be kids walking around. You never want, you know, anything bad to happen. And there. plus it's on a rink. You know, you don't want Gretzky coming in and sliding in. <sighs> got to go where the puck isn't and mm-hmm. where the puck's going to be. <laughs> Alpha flight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nice pull. <laughs> Speaking of Canada, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> those no, those just Canucks. Oh, love love Alpha Flight, man. Vindicator, Guardian, Sasquatch, mm-hmm. Snowbird, the Twins. They actually were one of the first uh, one of the first gay characters mm-hmm. in the Marvel universe. North Star, yeah. Yeah, Alpha Flight had a lot of stuff going on back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it did. But they're kind of the redheaded stepchild of the X-Men because Claremont wrote them mm-hmm. and Byrne, John Byrne, uh, he drew them. But nobody wants to admit how fucking awesome they were. No, they were good. It's like Excalibur. Yeah. Which was the, the British The British X-Men. one with Nightcrawler and yep. Captain Britain. Fuck yeah. See, that's the stuff we'll have to talk about on our little... So if you don't know, uh, in the Kansas City area in uh, February... We've got a Planet Comic Con coming up, mm-hmm. and we're going to be doing a panel as Nerds and Nostalgia. Exactly. So we'll be doing fun. a live podcast from there. We're going to have fun. We'll be talking about all that. We'll get really nerdy with shit like that, because <laughs> I've got some really awkward and kind of embarrassing stories to tell you from my... <laughs> let's just say I was I started collecting again in like sixth and seventh grade, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> all right. There's your... <laughs> I was going to say, shoot. this is... Yep. Skeet, shoot. Skeet, 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 skeet. I actually always had a lot of fun doing that, man. That was, uh, even though it was a brief time, I actually won a turkey from doing it. Yeah, we had a church bazaar. Yeah. It was this crazy, like, f- crafts fair and this and that. And I, on trap shooting, I won a turkey. I was <laughs> like, holy shit, I've, I've got, a, I've got like, a talent. <laughs> of course you're going to get the voice box guy. <laughs> <laughs> Still smoking a cigarette. Damn right. I mean, in for a penny, in for a pound. Just going to smoke it through the hole. <laughs> like Juno. Like Juno, you're right. <laughs> the special bird, bird deer, deer call. call. The hell deer call, if you will. Coo-coo-coo-coo. <laughs> would admit, though, this would be a lot of fun to uh, engage in with all the guns and the craziness there. The mad capery of it, if you will. Mm-hmm. Ah, shit. One final charge. <laughs> no, it's kind of, I guess, then technically, is the film is closing here because that's the other thing. This is one of those films that breezes by. It's yeah. about 82 minutes long. Um, ultimately, you know, what are your. You mentioned this is like your favorite Christmas of all horror. The Christmas yeah. horror films. I like my Christmas horror movies fun. I mean, super fun. And the just. They can be mean and they can be super fun. So like this, uh, Christmas Horror Story, Krampus. And you recently, just last night, uh, Tapcade does this thing called Horror, Horror Roulette. Roulette. Boom! Took it out with the big ass, because of course, wouldn't you have... Just just raining meat. <laughs> it's raining meat. Hallelujah, <laughs> it's raining meat. Rudolph meat. But of course, you're going to have a big ass bazooka. And that is a bazooka. That's not yeah. like a little rocket launcher. Like that's an old fashioned. <laughs> you know, stole stole that one from the Ruskies, I think. And he bought it with uh, Camel Cash Llama Loot. That's fucked up. Camel Cash was like a legit thing back yeah. in the day. People were huge, hoarding huge. and smoking like crazy. 
for all of that stuff, to man. To get, like, ashtrays and hats and shit. Unreal. So, I don't want to, you know, that's actually smart by the, uh, the evil tobacco company. Right. And there's Dave Thomas. Gone out like that, man. That's rough. Actually, that's a that's a gnarly way to go out as well. Get impaled by a flagpole. Granted, it was it happened off screen, but that's a nice little little death right there. Now, I would definitely Santa Slay since you introduced it to me probably three years ago, maybe has been on my regular rotation. Like as it was just, it's just so it's fun, mirthfully mean Christmas movie. Mirth, mirthful and mean, man. Yeah, that's two good ways to describe it. Which. And again, looking back on the fact, <laughs> going to get the jaws of life on that bad boy. The fact that it's very divisive, I guess, adds to the fact that I'm, I enjoy watching it now. I enjoy, I enjoy enjoying it. Yeah, it's one of those that kind of like you. I like to promote now. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't see why all the hate. I mean, I understand the stupid puns and blah blah blah. But like I said, subjective. I think if you get it, you're in for a great ride. Yeah, no, I think so too. It's uh, I just I'm glad it's now in my rotation. Because, you know, it's it's one that doesn't pair with, like, Black Christmas, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but if you need a palate cleanser after Black Christmas, it's not bad. I don't know. I like the way how they ended it. And, well, it's not technically over yet because we know Santa escaped, but there's a whole uh, shooting of the reindeer and everything. And the wrapping up story is pretty nice. <laughs> but you hit like a girl. <laughs> So everything's wrapped up nicely, and he's uh, he says that my story's not over yet, and yet it's been ten years plus, and there hasn't been a continuation. I personally would love to see like the further adventures of a killer fucking Santa Claus, Santa Slay two, like Slay Harder, or <laughs> and as we pan out with that great shot of that big ass buffalo in the Hell Township. Shatan, like the hockey player. <laughs> he looks good that way, man. He, he looks does. Real he, good. he like a total biker badass. He's he's got to go. He's got to go home somehow. Like I wish I could pull that kind of a look off. Me too. But Maybe try, do a little, add a little blue albano to your beard there. Yeah, a little, little, exactly. Little that's, rubber band. That's pretty. I always wanted to do that, but I look ridiculous sometimes. That's okay. That's okay. Admitting it is the first step there. <laughs> no, this is this has been a fun movie. This has been a, this has been a good time just kicking back and watching it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I haven't watched it since last year when we did this one. Poor Santa Claus has got to go back with the tail between his legs. Going to be going on, uh, going to be flying coach on that one there. <laughs> you never want to put Santa in coach. I think that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> so as we close here with our credits, and we actually technically they get into a little bit of a blooper reel, which is kind of funny on this one. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think Bill Goldberg's going to start slapping around the people like, like <laughs> Burton Dom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think everyone had that kind of chemistry on there. Where like, you're going to take these bleeds and take these fucking bleeds. <laughs> Now, here's what I like on the credits when they have the naughty list and the, and the nice, nice list. list. Yeah. That's really the cool. The good, the bad, yeah. And again, it's a little Chris bit Kattan, of a... Rebecca Gayhart. It's a little bit of a detail that they don't have to put in there, per se, but they do. It's a little bit of fun. It does. It actually rewards you for sticking around and watching it. Um, 
because again, this is a lot of the stuff. Well, unless post MCU that most people don't really stick around for credits <laughs> or anything after that. Uh, that's such a weird thing. Now, so I heard someone was like, "You stick around for Star Wars at the end?" It's like, no. Like, was yeah, there, there wasn't a, no, there wasn't anything. Okay. <laughs> now the fact that they actually incorporate all the cast and crew on the naughty and nice list, and then they're all naughty, the, especially the stunt players. Come on now. You know the stunt players are bad people. That production supervisor, that Jen Conroy, <laughs> her she was really rough, man. Man, Craig R. Baxley, Dude, all of my Myron Hyrak. That sounds like a He-Man character. It does. Holy shit! More like switch arounds, and you got Moron a uh, Hordak. My, yeah. It's the alter ego. Yeah, it's the uh, the Danny Zuko. It's uh, everything. Uh, yeah. uh, so. Other Christmas movies, other ones that are a bit more fun, because do you think there's... the, the We talked about Christmas uh, Horror Story, but that's... Santa's not so much mirthfully... No, but he's just Santa in that one. No, I would say anything mirthful, Gremlins, obviously, uh-huh. that's an easy one, though. Um, I'll, I'm not... I'd have to really go into that. Again, if you uh, hit us up on Nightmare... On Twitter, at Nightmare Junk, on Facebook, at Nightmare Junkhead, you know, fun... Yeah, horror holiday films. Because I personally like the fun ones, even Krampus. Like, yeah, even Krampus stories. Like, some Krampus stories are f- movies because there's a lot of. There's not just Krampus. There's, there's a, like a whole bunch now, which sure. is a good thing because I like the fact that now people are incorporating more more of that shenanigans. You get that international flavor. It's mm-hmm. a German thing. It's freaking Germans. <laughs> ah, but uh, <laughs> besides Kramp- the Krampus and this one, what are some more good fun? Christmas horror movies. Hit us up on hit us up on social media on that one. I'm curious to see what you guys say on that one. I'm because like I said, that one for me, I like a lot of mine to be just mean and dour. So do you have a few? Uh, Cadaver Christmas is good. Okay, uh, that's a fun one. Uh, if you've never seen Cadaver Christmas, is low budget zombie film, but a little fun. Basically in the vein of like Evil Dead meets okay. like okay. Christmas. Um, there was. One of my all-time favorites, and it's not fun, but the the all through the night, the uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yes, yes. But I like the Lenny Drake one because the Lenny Drake one, he looks like he's having more fun as Santa. The Santa in the first one with um, Joan Collins, he's he's got a real blank look, which yeah. is kind of scary. But yeah, no, oh, freaking Benny, fucking just Benny, dude. Scary, uh, and that one's uh. so goddamn scary. Now there's some good ones, and those I. You know the cadaver. I've I've seen the tales from the crippled one, but the other ones I'm not yeah, as familiar with. Yeah, check out cadaver with. Christmas. It's okay. really good. And then, uh, oh, let me see what was in those. A couple of other ones, that, but like, mm-hmm. no, that's it's an it's it's a genre that I'm not as well versed in on the fun side. Like mm-hmm. I said, usually with my holiday horror, it's I Black wanna, Christmas. Want it nasty, you know? Yeah. I want to feel dirty afterwards, <laughs> which. Which is Christmas. Yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> spend the time with the family. <laughs> uh, but no, but uh, obviously, you know, when you guys are listening to this, whether it's that Friday, whether it's on Christmas, you know, happy holidays, whatever yes. you're celebrating, have a fun, good, safe time. Have a very Merry Christmas. Um, again, we're thankful for all of our listeners out there. Mm-hmm. Um, then technically next week, we're going to be hitting our last episode of the year. Yes. And we're going to be basically looking back at 2017, all the mirth and the mayhem. Uh, we're going to basically the madness. do a best of. 
so we're going to be bringing our like best new horror, mm-hmm. um, best Blu-ray, vinyl releases, favorite experiences, all the shit that happened in 2017. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and it'll technically be our last episode of the year, which is, again, this one has gone by so freaking fast. So quickly. It just seems like yesterday we did the Silent Night, Deadly Night commentary. I know. I was just, I, I still remember, like, it wasn't yesterday? You know? No, I know. It's crazy to think how quickly this goes by, but, you know, thank you guys for listening to us, um, and make sure you're checking out all the other podcasts on the Phantom Podcast Network. We've got a great variety, and speaking of, just in terms of stuff that's coming up in 2018, we are going to be doing, uh, going back into the mouth of March Madness, Yes, and we have already started confirming and uh, getting other podcasts together. Mm-hmm. Um, we, it's going to be an eclectic group of people that are going to be guest hosting with us. It's going to be fun. And the movies themselves, we're looking at, we're going to do eight films again from 1978, 1988, 1998, mm-hmm. and 2008. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Now, unfortunately, it won't be Santa Slay, so it'll be Santa 2005 Slay. at the time. <laughs> but, um, you know, I guess ultimately... Thank you for introducing this film to me. I, it, that was we don't get to do that too often. A lot of times we've always seen yeah. almost everything out there. It's mm-hmm. very rare when we bring something that someone else hasn't seen. And a movie like this is just more fun to show. And I'm hoping people are like, oh, I need to check this out. So And again, hopefully you guys had fun with us. You know, if you're if you ever chill out with us watching a movie, we don't talk like this. No, no. We we, we, we watch we watch this we watch the movie. Hopefully you're not watching this with the commentary for the first time because this is one you definitely do not want ruined with us two oh, assholes oh, talking. Oh. <laughs> so I guess, gang, uh, until next time, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we will see you in your dreams. Yeah.